Hey friend, I'm so glad you're here. I pray that you come as you are and walk away feeling changed. And not because of me, but because of Jesus. In Christ, we are a new creation. We're no longer bound by our past or to do things the way we've always done them, or even the way the world tells us we should. In Him, we are remade and we have new life. So pull up a seat and open your heart as we grow in our walk together and focus on the type of health that's everlasting. Welcome to the Radiantly Healthy Podcast, where our focus is keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus and standing strong on God's promises as we navigate through the struggles of everyday life together. I'm your host, Jenny Chatama, Christ-focused coach, writer, and speaker, and my goal is to inspire you, encourage you, and maybe even challenge you to make choices towards a more fulfilling life. And welcome to week three in a four-part series on unshakable hope. We've been unpacking Romans 5 and talking about peace with God through our faith and, you know, this, this unshakable hope that is available to us through our relationship with Jesus. And last week we were talking about how we can find joy in our suffering. You know, in those difficult times and our trials and our struggles, like we can actually find joy. Because it's that suffering that produces resilience and courage and the ability to get back up and keep going. And it's that, you know, endurance that produces character, right? Which for us as believers, it's the manifestation of Jesus in our life, which is ultimately, honestly, one of the goals of our life is to become more like Jesus. And it's that character that produces hope that you know, provides the confident expectation of God's promises and his faithfulness, like looking to God, you know, won't he do it? The fact that we can rejoice, not because the trials are pleasant, but because they produce a step-by-step transformation that makes us more like Christ. We belong to God. And so today we are continuing on with this Unshakable Hope series in Romans 5. And today we are looking at verses 6 through 8. And I feel like it just keeps on getting better. And as I've shared, you know, I think sometimes it's easy to skim over certain things and and what my prayer is and my hope is, uh, you know, is that this would really just kind of settle into your bones and become a part of you because it really is life-changing, game-changing stuff for us. So if you've got your Bible, why don't you open up and join me 
Meet me in Romans 5. We're going to start with verse 6. It says, For while we were still weak, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. For while we were still weak, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. The death of Christ on the cross is grounded in God's love. He died for the ungodly. Because even though we were weak, which biblically what that means is we lacked moral strength, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. He died for the people that weren't, you know, getting it together. If we back up just a hair and we look over to Romans 4 verse 5, it says, And to the one who does not work but believes in him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is counted as righteousness. And we've talked about this in the last couple episodes of this series, but righteousness is, is being found right in the sight of God. It's, it's um, being morally correct. But righteousness doesn't come to those who work for God since all of us, by God's standards, are ungodly. Right standing righteousness comes by believing through our faith, through our complete trust and confidence in God that happens through our relationship, our personal intimate relationship with Jesus. Have you ever had times where you felt like you didn't measure up? Has that ever been a part of your life? I've shared this in previous episodes, but I heard a sermon, I think when I was in middle school, maybe it's kind of hazy, but the preacher gave a sermon and he was sharing from Revelation. And I just remember that what I heard was that there was only a certain amount of people that would get into heaven. And I remember thinking as a middle school aged girl that I wasn't going to get in because of the stuff I was already doing. The enemy, he was sneaky and he was sly and I think he twisted the words around and that's what I heard and that's a lie. I thought my actions, because of what I was doing, and I mean, what I was doing in middle school was, you know, not really 
life or death things at that point. I mean, I'm not sure if I had tried alcohol at that point or not, but righteousness, right standing with God comes by believing. It comes through our faith. And so verse six says, while we were still weak, while we still lacked this moral strength, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. This is awesome news for us. And this should take that pressure off. There's no mark that we have to hit or measure up to because in all honesty, like by God's standards, we're, we're all considered ungodly, but our faith saves us. While we were still helpless, powerless to provide for our own salvation, at the right time, Christ died as a substitute for the ungodly. He stepped in for us. We're not responsible for our own salvation. We can't earn this. Christ stepped in for the ungodly. That's us. That's me and that's you. And he did this so that we could have peace with God through our personal relationship with him. That's where the hope is. He loves us so much that he stepped in and he took our place. So that we could have peace with the Father through him. Verse 7 to 8 says, For one will scarcely die for a righteous person. Though perhaps for a good person, one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Let's read that again. Man, is that good. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. But God, but God shows his love for us that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. I mean, what Paul was saying there is, you know, yeah, on rare occasions, someone might die for a, a righteous person, you know, someone who's morally upright or a good person, someone who, who does a lot of good. And it's kind of an extraordinary thing for someone to willingly give up his life for an upright person you know, someone might dare to die for someone who is considered 
noble or selfless or worthy. Somebody might have done that back in that day. But God's love belongs in an entirely different category. It's on another, uh, a whole other level from human love. I mean, it is an, just a whole different playing field. Because we don't deserve it. We're the ungodly. We're the sinners. We can't earn it. And yet he gave his life for us. And yet his, his son died on the cross for us. He was the substitute for us. We lack the moral strength. So Christ stepped in. Christ didn't die for the righteous. Are the people who were doing good for others. He died for sinners. The ungodly, the unrighteous people living in rebellion against God, willful rebellion against God. You know, I think that there's a couple lies that the enemy tries to trip us up with. And I think there's two that are pretty common between a lot of people, men, women, different age groups, ethnicities, uh, doesn't matter. And I think those lies are, you're not good enough. And you're going to end up alone. Nobody loves you. Worthiness and abandonment. And those are lies. Because we can see in these verses that we can't earn this. Our salvation is not dependent upon whether we're a good person. Our salvation depends on our faith, on our trust and confidence in God that comes through our personal relationship with Christ. And that fear of abandonment or that you're alone or that nobody loves you. God clearly shows and proves 
his own love for us by the fact that while we're still sinners, Christ died for us. It's not just Christ's love that was shown in his death, but also God the Father's love. He wants to be in a relationship with us. He knows that he has what we need. He is the source of our peace and joy and contentment. And all of that is ours for the taking through our relationship with Jesus. But God shows his love for us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Christ died for the ungodly, the unrighteous people living in willful rebellion against God. I heard a pastor recently say, you know, Christianity is not about turning bad people into good people. It's about bringing the dead back to life. And because Christ died for us, we have access to eternal life with God the Father. It's mind-blowing. This is the unshakable hope we have. You know, while God's righteousness and justice led to his plan of salvation through the death of Christ, it was his love that motivated this plan. He loves us so much that he was willing to sacrifice his one and only son. Jesus stepped in and took our place on that cross. And because of that, we have peace with God through our faith. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you 
for your love that you have for us. That while we were still sinners, you sent your son to die for us. I pray, Father, that as we come to terms with what that means for our life, that we would be willing to live our life for you. That we would be bold and brave and not hold back, but take ownership of the inheritance that we have and, and, and point people to you and get excited about you because of the life that you've given us. It's a gift. And so I pray, Father, that we would walk in that. That people would see us and they would want to know what it is that we have and we would be given the opportunity to talk about you. Thank you. We love you. We worship you. We give you praise and all the glory. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for hanging with me today. See ya. Thank you for supporting the Radiantly Healthy podcast. If today's episode has impacted you, I'd love for you to subscribe, leave a review, and maybe even share with someone that needs a little extra encouragement and a whole lot of Jesus. Also, I have more free resources available for you to encourage you on your journey towards greater health, healing, and wholeness, including a weekly devotional and blog. You can find all of this plus the services that I offer over at JennyChatima.com.